This is the Bad Reputation Podcast. Subscribe to us on iTunes on your smartphone or tablet. Featuring the most up-to-date reputation management, social media, and entrepreneurial information on the web. Be sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Todd Collins Official. And now, the host of Bad Reputation, the reputation rock star, Todd Collins. In three, two, one. Hey guys, welcome back. Um, I'm staying on my trend of uh, bringing women on the show. I, I just seem to be apparently really, really good at that. I'm attracting a lot of followers right now. I think it's just because I'm putting Baltimore, Maryland in my location and people are just like seeing me and they're like, oh, that, that guy looks interesting. And I connected with this young lady um, quite literally, man, like last week. And I'm, I'm, I was like following herself, watching her stories. And I'm like, dude, I like her. Like, she's funny. She's entertaining. Like this kind of fits right into my thing. And um, as you guys know, like when I, when I ask people to be on the episodes, I, I want to like dive deep into like their stories and stuff like that. I want to make sure that they're going to be really interesting people that you guys can either learn something from or go follow and um, that are going to in some way inspire you. Um, in, in any way. Um, so I dove deep on Rebecca Butcher's uh, Instagram and was like, yep, yep, like her. She's cool. Want to be friends with her. Going to bring her on the episode. And uh, here she is. Thanks, Todd. I have not had an introduction like that in ever. So it's huge because like you said, putting Baltimore in your location when I did that, the same thing happened for me. I got to connect with so many cool people and they helped me level up. So that's, that's what it's taken to get to where, you know, as a lot of people say, like, how'd you get to where you are? Well, it's because we connected with people. And after following you and doing the same with your profile and seeing, you know, how you work, you know, your attitude towards content and just life in general, it just felt like, hell yeah, I am so excited to dive deeper into that connection of, you know, where, where are we as people to, um, I lost my train of thought. That's okay. I, I, <laughs> I, I, I follow, I follow a lot. Like I'm, I'm real big on trying to follow people as many people back as I can from a standpoint. Yeah. Of, like I have a lot of like people that I follow, which is, you don't really see that nowadays, which I, I don't understand that. Like, I don't understand how you like, can have a bunch of followers and then like you're not I mean granted I, I can't I, I'm not going to follow all 24 or 23,000 people that are following me on Instagram but I'm going to follow most of those people are just my friends like 3,000 right. people that I've met along the way over the last you know six or seven years of like doing what I'm doing but um I try to follow people back as much as interesting and I, I look at that and then when I see that person especially when I like go to their profile that's why it's important to like put where you're from in your profile I truly believe that because Sometimes I can't even tell if someone's real or fake. So when I see like Baltimore, Maryland, or I see like friends with blank, I, I dive a little deeper and then I go, oh, okay, it's a real person. That's cool. You know, like, cause you just don't know nowadays. And, um, and that's kind of where I went from there. As, as far as an introduction, dude, I, I'm just a really good fucking hype man, man. Great <laughs> Thank you. Great Thank you. For uh, quite honestly, I'm a great wingman for girls. Like I can be the good, I just watched just friends last night. Oh, Ryan so, Reynolds. People so that's my favorite movie because 
I just, I love, I love the whole storyline and the way yeah. it plays out. And he's this weird loser. And yeah. I kind of was the weird loser growing up. Yeah. And now like people are like, oh my gosh, like, where'd you come from? And I'm like, I don't know. I just connected with people and I want to know their stories. And that's yeah. what feels so good about Instagram and creating content. It's a heavily slept on Christmas movie. Cause I was a hundred percent, but people, people don't even realize it. it, it like I literally, literally, I hadn't seen it in probably a couple years. And I was like on Netflix. I was like, got home, made my little like typical, like after the gym meal of like my right, <laughs> I make weird food. What's like, your like go-to meal after the gym? I mean, Side it's, note. it's, it's pretty normal. So what I'll do is I'll take like, it depends on what I'm doing that day, but sometimes like what I'll do and it's probably, it sounds pretty gross, but what I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I take three gigantic scoops of peanut butter and I pull it, put it in these like mini um, plastic bowls. And then I grab like two rice cakes and I break the rice cakes up into like little pieces. And then I dip it in the peanut butter and I just gobble. Not weird at all. Not weird at all. Love it. Love it. I'm a huge rice cake guy. And then, so what I'll also do sometimes, which sounds weird is like, I'll take cottage cheese and I'll spread cottage cheese on the rice cake. And then I'll slice up like blackened chicken and put it on top. and then get really messy and eat it like a sandwich i have not done the lunch meat on there but that is a great no, not idea. lunch meat, man a fucking straight up chicken breast blackened cut it up real thin and then put it on top of the cottage cheese and then just bite into it like it's a fucking sandwich okay i have to definitely try that it's, it's so good it's just so make good. some chicken oh that sounds really good if i eat like too much cheese my ass will jiggle for a week like you know adam sandler so it's like i can't have that <laughs> I mean, that's the point of cheese. Yeah, that's true. That's very true. Amazing. Very true. So regardless, regardless, uh, that's how you and I met. We met on Instagram. I'm happy that we did because I'm enjoying a lot of the stuff that you're putting out. Um, Thank you. And and, and that was before you even came on, obviously. But um, let's talk about that for a second because there's a lot of people in Baltimore, at least right now, that I'm working with. I'm working with a lot of real estate agents, personal Mm -hmm. brand people. a lot of a lot of my friends that some of my friends who have been on reality TV, they're kind of like jumping into their personal brand. I had one of my friends' kids on Barstool Sports the other day. They're reaching out to me, going like, "You know what? What the fuck do we do?" And I'm like, "Dude, you got 72 hours to to jump on this now, or it's over, right?" Yeah. Like we're talking yeah. about like content vir- virality and like how fast everything moves. If you go viral, yeah. you got 72 hours to continue to make content similar to that to gain a following. And yep. that, that's kind of what I'm, I'm helping them on or helping them with right now. But let's talk about content creation and, and you know, what it is, because I posted a, a post the other day, I don't know if you saw it, where um, a lot of my stuff, like myself and Maddie, who's like my little, my little homie that nobody has access to, we are always like, I'm sending her stuff and then she'll send it back to me. And we're always working on like coming up with like creative, like, you know, cool looking creative. And, um, the other day I was like, you know what? I'm going to do something completely different. And I just wrote like, you're overthinking the creative on my hand and like went to the bathroom and took a picture of it and like had my face behind it with the phone. That was, yeah, I love that. And I, and I really, the people that got it were like, ah, I see what he did there. He got super creative, got the point message across in a way that was opposite of what he typically does. Whoops. And so I found that interesting. What's your, what's your take on like, from a content creative standpoint, the o- over creative. So I, I love, I loved that post so much because how long did it take you to make that? 
how long from like idea to taking the picture how long did that take like maybe 15 minutes no less than that man it took me longer to get the actual magic marker off my fucking hand yeah than it did for me to make the post and come up with the idea people that want to create content what i have noticed and i've done it myself like 100 percent guilty of this you have an idea and you overthink it and you overthink it and you overthink it and then you get to trying to create that and you put so many options and ideas and your head's all over the place that you don't go and execute the plan and your whole idea, that opportunity that you had, a great opportunity, whether it's a, a really smart caption or a really great photo, you're gonna lose it. And that's that's gonna stunt you. So versus you know worrying about like, how am I gonna execute it? Just do it, just do it, just do it. And it doesn't matter if it's big or small or whatever, just make it happen. But I don't, my thing is, is that like when I go and talk, right? Like I, I, I try to pull it out of these people and the, like, I'll, I'll, I'll give them, I literally, and I'm like, I was telling you, I was working on this deck today, right? This deck's yeah. probably, I don't know, almost a hundred pages. Like I've like, I'm like, I was like in there like fucking sweating. Right. Cause I'm like, yeah, you're losing sure. your, yeah. I mean, I'm deep, I'm deep diving so hard. I'm like yeah. talking about fucking grids and how to take the proper image and thousand pixels of quality. And I mean, I'm like going super You're deep. You're going in it. I'm going deep in it because this one is a really special seminar because it's, I'm, I'm only charging people a dollar. Typically people pay me to come to it. I'm charging people a dollar and then I'm taking all the money from it and then I'm donating it to UMMC, the thing that I did Love for it. the Homers for Hearts, right? Love it. The only person can put, that can do me for free is me. Like nobody else can do me for free. Got right. for that shit. Right. Exactly. Regardless, regardless, I'm like deep diving in the content stuff of it. And what I when when they come up to me afterwards, typically what they're gonna say is they're like, Well, can you help me create content? I'm like, dude, I don't need to help you. There's so much free shit out there to help you create content. Yes. They yes. don't even realize it. Yep. I mean, there's like there's Canva, there is if you have a little bit of understanding about how stories work on Instagram. Like I, I really want to share a tip that I have. It's super tiny. It's amazing. It's going to help people make their stories stand out on Instagram and in other places, but uh, it doesn't take much. You just have to figure out the small hacks that will help you grow your messaging and your branding. All right. Well, so Not even. just share the tip now because I know you're probably okay. waiting until the end, but just share it now. Okay. So if you, so let me collect my thoughts because it's like a few steps. So when you get on your Instagram story, you can swipe up and add a photo, you can do whatever, but you can also copy and paste more photos onto your story. Mm-hmm. So there's this, this is two parts. So if you go into your photo app, this is on iPhones in particular. I don't know an Android. So if you have an Android, I'm sorry. But if you go into your photo app on your iPhone and you open it up and you say, you press the share button, and it pops up, it'll allow you to copy the photo. Mm-hmm. So then when you go onto your Instagram story, you can paste it into the text box. So click on the text area, have your cursor pop up and paste it, it'll pop up. Now, the other part to that is you can download PNG files. So that's like a transparent background. Mm-hmm. And what I had, I had this crazy idea the other, other day and I said, I can copy and paste a photo. Why can't I copy and paste a PNG to my story? Mm-hmm. So I went on Google. And I found some cool PNGs and I pasted them on my story. And now my story is completely different from anyone else's. 
and it is 100% yours. You're not relying on Instagram's gifts or their stickers that they're creating. It's all yours. So that's my little fun tip. That is a good tip. I've shared that tip with people before. I love that. But I'm going to take that tip and I'm going to go a little step further with it. Let me hear it. I'm going to, this is, this is, this is fucking good. Deep dive. People, people, people don't even fucking know this. Have you ever wanted to use your own gif of yourself? Yeah, a hundred percent. Okay. So this is what I did, right? Instead of going through the whole bullshit and I have a client who's paying me money right now to create them professional gifts, upload it, do all the, do all the stuff. I'm going to give you the hack to it right now. Go get a green screen or a blue screen, whatever it is. You can buy them on Amazon. Like eight bucks. Get in front of it with your phone. I'm not joking with you. Get in front of it with your phone, okay? And record yourself for like 15 seconds doing the exact same thing over and over again, okay? Then go in, you can use whatever you want. You can use that uh, website that I've given you guys before, remove.bg, which is removes the background of any image that you can find to the, the most perfect accuracy without using like Adobe or anything else like that or, uh, you know, whatever, any kind of software, do that, download that, okay, and then upload that to Giphy and then download that video and then you can copy and paste your own gift, gift of yourself in your stories. Love so it. I, have like, I have like six of those. So the ones where you see me, like, go and swipe up, swipe up, like, I'll post some in my stories today, guys, so you guys can see them. Like, those are fucking self-made, dude. I didn't go to get, I didn't go through all the rigmarole of getting Giphy verified and all that bullshit. You don't have to do all that. Like you can, it literally gives you the ability to do it. Now I think with the update on the software, like if you go and just go into your photos and you just, and you just hit save image or copy image, um, it'll actually auto come up for like the first, like maybe two seconds where you can grab it and take it and like zoom it in and zoom it out. But that Giphy one is badass. And now Rebecca's got to do it because I gave her that tip. Yep. If she hasn't already used it, so now she's got to use it. And I can't wait to see that shit. People are going to hate it because it's just going to be me like. <laughs> That's all it is, dude. Like mine's like this one where I'm like, grind, <laughs> grind, grind. My like, uh, my like. The options are endless. I got lazy with it, but I should, I'm going to bring it back in 2020, like some new ones. Yeah, I'm going to okay. do that. Okay. All right. So, so do you have any type of, you know, do you have any type of, and this is why I think that you're successful with what you're doing for yourself. Do you follow any type of like calendar or like reason for post? Not like, not, not necessarily reason for posting, but like, will you, are there, are there going to be times where like you don't post for a day or things of that nature? Or are you always in stories like every single day or what happens? Give me the, give me the breakdown on that. So I'm a regular person. I work full time mm-hmm. and it's, it can as be, opposed to a, a bum on the street. Yes. As opposed to a bum on the street. I think everybody's got a full-time job. I shouldn't say things like that, but um, <laughs> there's like different levels of how much time you have to balance things. Yeah. So content creation can be harder to do, or, you know, it's always kind of been an excuse. Like I don't have a lot of time. So it's halted me from creating. Uh, but now I've kind of gotten into a groove where if I don't have something valuable to offer, if, if it's a, you know, a picture with a short caption, my people that follow me are not going to resonate necessarily with that. Like I'm not, I'm not a fashion blogger. I'm not, you know, I want to be the motivation that people seek every day. And I don't want to just put something out there to put it out there because I want everybody coming to my page to have some type of value. Um, This halts me though. This stops me from creating and I have kind of halted my growth by doing this, but I think the value over just, you know, 
quality over quantity sense, if that makes, you know. Mm -hmm. No, I agree with that. Um, the, it, there's, it's so funny too, because there's two, there's two schools of, of opinion on it, right? Like there's, there's the school of like, without fail, no exceptions every single time, you've got to get content out there. It doesn't matter what the fuck it is, like put it out there. I mean, dude, there's even times where like, I'll, I'll be like, oh man, I can't, like nothing right now is, is I got a chip on my shoulder, by the way, about something that happened on Monday. Yeah. And I, and here's the interesting fact about that. Like I, I made a piece of content around it because one of my mentors, his name's Dennis Yu. He's, he's, he, this guy does the social media for, I mean, all runs all the ads for like Adidas and the Golden State Warriors. Like what, just guys fucking amazing. Like we talk, he, I always ask him questions. Like I need help with this, whatever it is. But at the end of the day, he was like, always like, if you're feeling a certain way, go make a video about it. And then think about later if you want to post it or not. So I made a video around it and I'm like, this video is done. It's edited. It's subtitled. It's, I mean, it's fucking done. <laughs> and I haven't posted it. And something's been holding me. I don't know why. But I do something in my head is funny, Right. And somebody's, some, something's telling me not to post it. So I'm like, fuck, man, I don't think I'm going to post it. But if something sets me off, and at least the way that I work, I need something to inspire me, whether most of the time, I hate to say it, but it's a bad thing. If something shitty happens, like let's say I lose a client, right? Like I consider that a shitty thing that happens. If I lose a client or I lose, to a, I lose out to a competitor because I, I hate losing, whatever it is, I will typically, that'll put a chip on my shoulder and then I start getting real hungry. I get a fire in my belly and then I start putting out some really weird ass content. Like I'm putting out content right now that like you can see that like something's pissing me off so you can kind of see it. So that's how my inspiration for, for what I'm feeling comes up. If that makes sense. Like, and sometimes I'll just make content and it'll sit on my phone for a month. And then I'm like, not today. That makes sense for me to post that. So I like that you're not, you're not planning it out, but I know a lot of people that are, I mean, really, and some people that I do it for that we've, we've got a calendar of things that we do and we're planning everything out. What? I think, I think that comes with the, what you're trying to sell. So if you're a restaurant and you're pushing, you know, your daily menu or whatever, that's extremely important to have your content out there. But, you know, it, um, unless you're selling like a product, I think that uh, unless you really are like generating really valuable content every day, I think that it's okay to take a step back and analyze like, when is the best time for me to execute this piece of content? Right. I agree. I agree. Um, and it, and it always doesn't make sense, right? Like there's some right. stuff that I'll put out and um. I'm a big proponent of being everywhere. Um, and I, and I, I don't understand the school of thought behind like not being everywhere. Just, I, I, I just don't get that. Like when, when people are telling me like it makes, I'm 40 something. It makes no sense for me to be on TikTok. I'm like, I'm having the most fun. I'm having the most right. fun ever creating content from there. And I'm taking that content because you, I, you can't create it with anything else. Right? right. So I'm taking that content and I'm like literally taking TikTok content and I'm posting it on LinkedIn and I have people DMing me on LinkedIn going, how did you make that? I'm like, dude, it says fucking TikTok right on the video. Like it's right there. It's right there. The opportunity to make content is endless with our cell phones 
and you don't have to have a, people ask me all the time, how do you create your content? I use my phone. Sometimes yeah. I, I do like to edit. I'm a traditional video editor. So I yes. love to work in Premiere and that's like where my heart is, but yeah. something quick, boom, it's on my phone. It's, uh, and, and the funny thing is, is that if you've listened to my episodes before, I've given you guys so many mobile applications yeah. to be able yes. to spice, spice it up, to be able to get it done. You would be blown away by like, some of my stuff is done in Premiere. I'm not going to, I'm not going to, I won't say that it's not right. Like, yes. I won't say that like Maddie doesn't d- upload some video. You and need, it, you it, need to work high quality it. stuff. I want to get it done the right way. Right. So yep. that's, that's me yep. personally. A majority of the video that you see is made within a mobile app and distributed that way. It's real simple. You've got InShot, you've got uh, uh, Veeamly, you've got Design Lab, you've got um, Mojo. I mean, dude, the mobile apps to, to get your content out with a quick, fast eye draw to be able to draw them in, to be able to, to dissect your content and listen to it or watch it is it's endless. The, the question is, are you going to do it? The answer is probably not. And I'll tell you why. Because I've spoken at a lot of seminars over the last year and a half. And I can tell you that maybe 18 people out of the maybe like 10,000 people I've spoken in front of have actually fucking used it and done it and actually still do it today. And they're all fucking succeeding, by the way. Because they're executing. Yep. A lot of times the reason, I mean, I think the main thing that held me back was the idea of perfectionism over execution. So it's just let that go. Some of my least favorite content that I've created and just said, fuck it, I'm going to put it out there has performed the best. And I'm like in disbelief because I'm like, I kind of feel like I look ugly in this pick. And then it's like, yeah, people love it. So here, this is interesting as a, as a female, you know, there are certain metrics that our I know side, what you're going to say. I love yeah. how we're split right now. This would be a split. There are certain metrics, right, where, like, some guys will look and they'll see. And, like, I did a funny Instagram story the other day where, like, I had my, like, butt sticking out. And I did, like, a mirror. I saw that. Like, Your yes, fitness it, inspo booty. And I was uh-huh. like, yo, all the fucking kids do this. Like, but I really meant, like, fucking all these girls are doing this. Literally, yeah. Literally. Do you do that? Tell me why you do that. Are you doing that to like hype yourself up and be like, yo, look, get in the gym and get out here and do this. You can get these same results, that type of stuff. Or are you like doing it also to be like, look, guys, it, like I care about my body. I'm taking you throughout my day of what happens and this is what it takes, right? Exactly. So there's a couple parts to it because I am 100% in belief that women should be able to show what they want, you know. <laughs> say keep it classy but like i don't give a shit if you want to shake your ass shake your ass yeah uh so i've had to develop that i've had to work on that myself because i was raised to be modest you know you know all that junk that i threw out the window sure um but then there's also the part that you know i i i have been overweight and i have struggled with getting in the gym and working out and i had a flat ass my ass was not where it's at today and so I, I love to be able to say, like, you want to change something? Work. Do it. And that, my butt, is all work. And I love it. And yeah. I think that to a lot of people will say, like, oh, you put your ass on your Instagram. And I'm like, my ass is not on 
my it's like it's it, what's wrong with it like it's that's a piece of it and it is kind of the sex sells side of things like all right but i get to I work mean with it, it works it's like you that's what people want they want to know how do i grow my ass it's not about like yeah we want to you grow your instagram things. show it show it work on it do work and you know it, it sounds very vain and i know that some people say that that's not the only thing that matters you should work out because you want to get healthy you want to get fit i get that but what a great incentive to change your body i agree i think it also is a part of holding you accountable um it 100%. definitely it, it it does right because you you're, you're like and and i also believe that it shows confidence um and also that's not all your content your content is a lot more than that but 100%. here's here's the interesting fact right so yesterday i was like Yesterday, okay. So my, my Mike Ruder came to my office the other day. We were we were in we were in here, and they were micing me up. And I had my I had my shirt up, and I I didn't know, but like Mike, I looked at him, but like he shot a picture. My shirt was up, abs were out, pecs were out, right? Like this, that, and everything else. So I just like made fun of it or whatever. Put mm -hmm. in my Instagram stories, put in my Facebook stories, whatever, whatever, whatever. Dude, that particular picture. I got like, I didn't post it on my feed. I posted just on my stories. It was like, I'm going, so, and then I look back at like some of my other pictures and I'm like, their pictures, like I have my shirt off and I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, so basically if I take my shirt off, you, you're all going to fucking engage. But if I put out like, these are five tips to make your life better as an entrepreneur. If you're you like, put on an infographic, hey. people are like, fuck that. So they now I'm just that. like thinking to myself, like maybe I'll just do, I'll, I'm going to rename the podcast. Won't be bad reputation anymore. It's going to be the shirtless podcast with Todd Collins. <laughs> going to have my chesticles on the front of it. So you guys can get a nice shot of my chesticles. Um, <laughs> now I'm just joking. I, I just find it, it, it. I just find it amazing that we all fight back uh, on and we, we, we body shame and we, and we, uh, and, and this coming from a person who was overweight as well, right? And worked really, really hard. If you saw yeah. my before and after photos before from Merit, like it was crazy. Um, yeah. we, we should be able to do that and feel good about that. And to be quite honest with you, I was like, damn, that's pretty cool that like people, I guess people noticed it and they liked it. And I was like, all right, well, that, that's what the audience wants to see. Then I'm going right. to right. do more shirtless pictures do what you want. whatever dude i don't give a fuck but at the end People, of the day i thought it was interesting that like we fought back on like this the like sexuality and posts like we fight so hard back from that like that's inappropriate and i'm like i, I just don't see it anymore like right. i think people are become way more aware of like you know, that person's doing it for a specific reason. So I'm, I'm kind of over yeah. it, but I, I, I'm glad yeah. I wanted to touch on that with you because I know that there's a lot of girls out there and a lot of guys out there that do it. And, um, and it works, look, it grows, it, it grows your accounts and it creates relationships and it is what it is. And if you're happy right. with what you look good. And, you know, it does lead to some weirder DMS and, you know, people are always like, Oh, yeah. your DMS must be lit. And I'm like, well, yeah, but that's the piece of it that we have to, you know, just move on from. And if yeah. you don't like what somebody says, block them. Right. But, um, but back to what you were saying about stories, you know, do I post or stories more? Stories are where it's at. That's what people are consuming. They love that quick 15 seconds burst. And that's, that's where I live most of the time. Because people like the face to face, they want to see you personally. 
I want to work on going live more. That kind of scares the shit out of me is just like being live on camera. But I think, the, I think the only thing that concerns people with going live is they're afraid that most people aren't going to show up. Uh, and that's a yep. big concern. So really that comes down to the timing. I'll tell you guys how to time that right. Um, is go into your insights on your Instagram. Look at the day that is the, obviously the most, you know, day that is most, you know, things are going on, things are happening. Most people are engaging and then look at the time frame, and that's when you should be going live. Um, typically like in the evening, like around like eight o'clock, uh, people are just kind of, or even like, even later, like nine o'clock. Um, just look at your insights. Obviously if like, if you're, if your typical follower is a female between the ages of 35 and 45, the odds are she's, she's, chilling at home as a mom or, or if she's single, she might, she's probably still chilling at home watching TV and sipping a glass of wine and wouldn't mind listening to this. If it's a, if, if it's a male between the ages of 35 and 45, typically that person is either out at a bar getting drunk and acting like an idiot, or my audience is hunkered down and working and grinding things out to be able to be prepared for the next day that maybe aren't drinking like myself. So, um, I find sometimes like late in the evening, um, but your insights are going to tell you exactly when that's going to work. And when you do it, just make sure that you, you go live for a standpoint, I would say of like maybe like three to five minutes the first time, just to kind of judge, give people time to join and then just have a really quick topic that you want to talk about and just go from there. But I think you'll Love find that. that actually works really, really well. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think that that's just something I get in my head about and, I try to, you know, I try to preach it to other people. Don't yeah. overthink it, but it's definitely something I always overthink. Just hit the live button, dude. You'll be fine. Yeah. I mean, you can tell, like, when we first got on this call, like, I get mismatched and jumbled, and that's something that you just have to work through. Mm -hmm. like, well, you... it was interesting, because I saw on your Instagram stories the other day, <clears throat> I know, like, you always get your headphones on, because you're, see, people think it's like a radio yeah. thing, right? The fucking right, right, funny right, thing right. is, is that, listen, when you're an editor, when you're a real fucking video editor, editor, you're most of the time, you, you got like double headphones on. So you're breaking down the music and you're breaking down the audio and you're, and you're trying to match everything up. So that's really, by the way, if you guys were curious, that's what the fuck she's doing. She's not yep. sitting there like on a, although she probably could do it. I do do live. So I run at work. We do live calls. We give like, um, daily calls that people can listen to. We have subscribers. So I run those, so I push those live, but yeah, most of the time it's always headphones in, working on a project, trying to get through something. Somebody mentioned that you should do a podcast. Or have yes. A podcast. Is, this, yes. is this the first podcast you've ever done? This is my first ever podcast. I've never like, the only really, so I used to be, I shouldn't hype myself up too much, but I used to be a news anchor. I actually went to school for that. And I dipped out on that four months in because scheduling things like that. I was not into it. I woke yeah. up at 2 a.m., drove to the news station, and just not for me. But this is my first ever podcast. I've never done anything other than like Instagram stories and a few YouTube videos. So, so being a video editor, right? Yeah. I'm gonna send you. I'm gonna send you um, the full video, right? And I'd then so that. you can cut up this content for yourself. And if you want to show my beautiful cute face on the, on your Instagram, you're more than welcome to do that as you well. Or you can just do yourself and then, um, chop it up and have content for yourself. And that's where I think you're going to start to figure out also that like, now you've got an audio file, right. And now you've also got video that you can use as content. And this is where people were going. This one was going back to the content creation side, dude. When I finish a podcast with somebody, 
I've got so much fucking content. I don't know what to do. I, you, you guys have no idea how much content I've sitting back here under this like little under my triple H doll where it says do shit. You I love, love it. it. I'm a huge <laughs> wrestling mark. It is what it is. No, see, nobody even knows what wrestling. I've is. always wanted to be like one of the uh, one of the the girls that wrestle in the WWE. I think that would be such a badass. Like, oh yeah, just to do well, it. Like, oh my god. That's how so John. Cool. That's how John John Minadakis and I. That's how we ended up forming our relationship and our business relationship too. Is through our love for pro wrestling. That's how that happened, and yeah. then how that all took off with us and Jimmy's and everything else like that. Yeah. So it's crazy. But regardless, getting back to content creation, we both deviate. My ADHD is so ridiculous. We're all over, but it's all good. It's all good. Content content creation, starting a podcast is the best thing you can do. I think you would do really, really well with it. And um, I actually did a YouTube video on how to start your own podcast for free. It doesn't cost you a fucking dime and you should go watch it and um, get started because I think you would do really, really great. And I would even be your first guy first guest. I love, yeah. Thanks for giving me the opportunity. I for love sure. that. Instagram culture. Um, we were going to kind of talk about that. I'd like to kind of get into that because I, it's, it's very hard to understand. It's at least a weird in my place. Opinion. It's all over the place. It's a weird place. People like, you know how they say that when people are driving, they kind of hide behind their, their car and they yell at you and stuff like that. Like keyboard gangsters. Mm-hmm. I've noticed that like, but in a, in a, like a very free way, like people don't realize that when they send a DM, like it's from their professional account. Like I had a guy asking, like, this is, this is the crazy stuff that I get. Like I had a guy asking to video chat my feet and I was like, this is coming from your personal page. Where do you think that this is acceptable? But then there's also the other side of it where I'm like, I get to connect with really amazing women yes. and really cool people like you and, and just all of the people that I've met along the way and they even it out. So the weird, you know, culture is outweighed by the positive things that I receive, but it is a weird place. Yes, I agree. So strange. I think, I think, um, like I, I engage a lot. See, I like, the reason I like stories so much is because you can, now I like that you can engage in the story. So dude, if I see something like really fucking funny, man, like I'll, I'll, I'll drop the laugh or I'll drop the heart if I think it's cool or whatever it is. That's where I think some people sometimes get shit twisted where like, I might see something and I might like heart it, but it's like, nah, dude, I like the fucking cheeseburger. I didn't like that. So sometimes you get confusing right. people. Right. But I'm, I'm not, I'm not, D, the DM side of Instagram, I think is very, very, very valuable. I've made a lot of connections and relationships oh, yeah. there that have paid off big time for me. Oh yeah. And a lot so, of my brand deals come from. Yeah. DM. Right. Right. Direct and, connect. Exactly. And so that's where like now, and it's funny that you said that, that, that culture, I can even remove Instagram from the culture. Let's just talk about social media culture, period. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) When, when, when people come up to me, I hate saying that. Like when people come up to me, when someone approaches me and they say, Hey, could I get your business card? I'm like, I don't have a business card. And they're like, well, that seems very unprofessional. And I'm like, do you have an Instagram account? They're like, no. And I go, well, that seems very fucking unprofessional. I'm (laughs) like, dude, if you want to, I am, I am 100% public, public. Yeah. Lost the map. Right. I've already talked about all the fucking dumb shit that I did and all the stupid right. mistakes I made. So, I mean, 
you can fucking post whatever you want about me. But at the end of the day, the easiest way to get a hold of me is by DMing me or text messaging me. Now here's the difference, right? If, if I don't give you my cell phone number, it's because I don't want you to call me or text me. But if I say, Hey, go follow me. That means I'm giving you an opportunity to be able to reach out and get in touch with me. Now, if you don't take that opportunity, that's on you. That's not on me. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, 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 but here's the funny thing. If I see, here's a good, here's a good example of how things work. D rock. D rock and I started following each other and then we start, then we engage back and forth between each other's stories because we like the stuff that we were putting out. And then it turned into DMs. And now, like, I talk to that motherfucker like probably three times a week. That's right? Amazing. This guy has no reason to talk to me, but he does. He's like, dude, I'm sending, I'm, I'm, hit, 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 hit up with this discount for this sweatshirt. Like, psh, send it. I'm like, dude, that's awesome, man. Thank you. So, I, again, it gives you the accessibility to people that you would normally not have the accessibility to, and you might be surprised about what would happen if you connect and you're putting out really good content. You might be surprised of the doors that it can open up for you. So, don't spend the money on the fucking business cards. Yeah. If you're going to spend any money, put it behind digital ads that bring people back to your profile to create awareness around your brand. Right, exactly. I, I'm not I mean, paying look at, how, look at how we connected. 100%. I'm not paying $200 for a fucking business card. No, I'm not doing no. it. And if you go to Office Depot, they can make you some uh, real quick ones if that's like something you necessarily need. Um, but, you know, you, you can, just don't. You can download Blue now. And, right. And, and, and get them printed real quick. And, and it just pops up right in the contact industry. It's just, it's, right. it's beyond me. It's beyond me. Like, the only thing you need, just give people a card that say, says, follow me with your handle. I like that. There's an image that Maddie made. I haven't even posted it yet. It says it, it's got like my cartoon, um, like emoji head. Yeah. Yeah. And it looks like the Looney Tunes like thing. And it just oh, love like, it. DM me at the top instead of like, God, I love it. Contact me or I love it. I mean, Slide in my DMs, baby. Again, I told you, man, I got all this. <laughs> Megan, I haven't even gotten it out yet. It'll go out. I'll, I'll post it this weekend. Love so, it. Yeah, and I'm glad that we brought that up because a lot of people sleep on that DM side of, of things. And I know that you guys hear from like you're all fucking gurus out there and all that shit. It, it really does go down in the DM. There's a lot that can happen there, good and bad. But you, you guys now, there's a lot of ways that you can monitor that, especially switching to a business profile where you can have primary and general and stuff like that. Yes, that's um, huge. It's huge, especially for, for yeah, I, I hate to say it, but in this world that we live in, but I think especially for girls, I think it's a great way um, for you guys to still utilize that platform for what it is without having to kind of worry about these fucking whack motherfuckers out there that are acting. Yeah, yeah, exactly, um, exactly. Uh, this is perfect because it kind of just goes right into this. Let's talk about breakups, dating uh, in the social age. So I think that when someone approaches my page. She, you see how fast that she brought that part up? You know what? I got something for you. Go ahead. It, it's such a weird place to, um, to date when you have a page and you can't, you can't find that. You, like, I just feel like everyone's a little bit more intimidated by it. Cause like there's more hype than needs to be when it comes to who I am. So I find myself like having to put on when I'm like, I'm just a normal person. I want to be a normal person. 
but there's a connotation of like, oh, well, she's got to be one all the time. And I think that, I don't know, I think I run into it a lot. And I know other women who are on Instagram as well run into this. And it's just this balance of who's in it to, you know, really hang out and who's in it just to like get, get a piece. Right. I think it goes hand in hand. So, you know, when you're really sitting here, like talking about breakups, like Nicole and I had been together for 10 years. We broke up for like, for like a year, like a year, maybe like a year and a half, something like that. And we were broken up and we were both like working on ourselves. She had to work on herself. I had to work on myself, whatever it was. We both got back into the place where we needed to be in that period of time. I went, I, I started just going super heavy on putting out content. It really inspired me to start doing that. And I really did that. And so now, like you were just saying, like, I got to be constant, like, and I am constant, but part of the agreement is that I do that. It is what it is. If you can't deal with it, then it's kind of like, I, I don't know what to tell you. It's, it's right. how I built my brand in the business. So that's just how it is. Cause that's what provides. So you just deal with it. So I think for, for girls out there or even guys out there too, you, you just gotta, it's gotta be the choice of the right partner, right? You gotta know going, I think it's almost like celebrities. Like, you know, how celebrities don't date other celebrities or only date other celebrities. You know what I mean? Right. I think it's almost, get like, it. yeah, I, I almost want to say it's like that. Like if you're, you, you gotta kind of bring that up in the, if you're somebody who's heavily looked at on social media, on social media, you have to bring that up at the beginning of the relationship, I believe, and say, look, here's the deal. Like, this isn't, this is a big part of my life and this isn't and something I really enjoy and this isn't going to change inside the relationship. So if you've got a problem with me, you know, posting this or a problem with me posting that, and look, I've run into that shit. Like, yeah. I've posted stuff. Oh, yeah. He's like, who the fuck is that bitch? You know, or like, whatever, you know what I mean? Who are you with in that story, my friend? I, it it just is what it is, and so story, she, and, and she has every right to do that as 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 a partner, right? But at the end of the day, like she also has to understand, and so does I think everybody else's partners, and she does understand this is that like it's it's just a part of the gig, like it's just yes. how, it is. and you're going to one hundred percent, and you just got to understand that. So I think it's just about figuring out the right person, right? But as long as you in business and in personal life, if you set the expectations up front then you've done your job. Yeah. As you yep. fulfill on those expectations, great. But if you deviate from the expectations, that's on you. Maddie, grab that shit. Quote that. Oh, that was <laughs> hot. It was awesome. So have you dealt with this? Have you dealt with this? Per- I mean, obviously you wanted to bring it up. So, and so, so um, I actually, my, my ex and I, we were together for a long time and he has an Instagram as well. And when we ended up separating, it was, you know, a big battle of figuring out, you know, the space without him and finding my own voice. And so that, that kind of led me to where I'm at now. And I've been able to navigate and just be on my own and just create my own thing. Cause we were, you know, we tag team a lot of stuff. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, you guys did something so else. that was harder. And we definitely like, I lost friends that are on social media and I think he lost friends as well. So balancing that, like that persona of, you know, people are like, oh, are you still, you know, with, some people don't even realize it that we're not together anymore because they're constantly watching Instagram and stories and they, 
it's just not, you know, something people think about. So I'm, you know, I, I think that having to go back over it over and over again, when people are watching your life and re, you know, research, resurfacing all those issues that can really fuck your head up. Yep. So dating somebody that is in that sphere, like, I'm not sure if I'd go back to that. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I don't know. Like, do I want somebody that is involved with it all? Because it's a lot to juggle. It is. I mean, I'm not going to sit here and lie to you and say that my phone is not fucking buried. My face is not buried in my phone. Like a, all the time. Yeah. It is. But I mean, here's, here's why. Because I know for a fact the content that I'm putting out and, and the effort that I'm putting into it is 100% affecting other people in a good way. So that's why I'm doing it. And I have the opportunity to do it. So I'm going to do it. Yeah. Um, and I know that it helps other people because those people message me and they literally tell me like, or most of the time, and this is a conversation I had with Mike the other day is that like most of the time, it's like, let's say like 30% of those people DM me, the rest of those people, let's say if I, they follow me, but I don't, I never hear from them, but then I see them physically like in the real world and they'll be like, I just want to tell you, man, like your stuff like is so good. It's awesome. And it really, really helps me. And I'm like, that's way better right? Like that's even, that's even more like where I'm like, all right, now I'm really diving into this shit. So yep, yep. that's why you, you want that engagement back. And sometimes you don't get it and you're thinking that people aren't seeing it and they're not engaging with it, but dude, they are, they just, maybe some, some of those people are maybe just not as active as you are, especially when people like us are super active on it. Our assumption is that everybody that maybe follows or everyone else is, is, is the exact same way and they're not, right. but they're still watching. And then when they see you, like for real, for real, they see you, then they go, oh man, I just wanted to tell you. And you're like, oh, awesome. Well, I also think the cool part about seeing people really in real life is there's only so much you can show someone from a screen. You know, you, I'm really goofy and I'm really weird. So I try to let that come out more and more. It's my found that voice as I've like moved on with my life, but um when I see someone in person and I get to interact with them, like everything changes. I just, it's a, it's like a transformation of a friendship. So you're like, I know you from the internet, but now I'm a real person to you. So let's bond and let's just figure out where we connect. Yeah. And I mean, I think that's that look, this whole episode is about this whole episode is actually really amazing <clears throat> because majority of my guests are people that I met in the real world first and then brought one. This is the opposite of that, right? So I know like yeah. you and I ever like meet up like you, and if you see my stuff about grabbing coffee, it's either about creating really good shit or making money. It's not yeah. about grab a coffee. Let me pick your fucking brain for an hour and a half and then never call you again. That ain't right. happening. It doesn't right. happen on my side. So you guys already know that. But if you and I grab the coffee, we would be, we would pick up right oh, as left the episode. I'm just telling yeah. you right now. I want to do an impromptu. I see that you have the new AirPods in. Um, oh, actually, I don't have the new AirPods. Okay, what are those? So these are by Soul, and this is a cute little plug. Um, okay. They are a brand that connected with me on Instagram, and they have these cool, it's like a little thing that you put them in. I won't put them in now because they will shut down and I'll lose my audio. But you slide them in there, and they turn on and off. They charge in the little pod and then you charge the pod and they stay charged for like days. Like I don't charge them all week. They're amazing. What's the price difference between them and, and the AirPods? 
I think these are about a hundred and I have a discount code that like I could hook you up with swipe up. Yeah. What I would say is, uh, so if you hear me, uh, yeah, boy, uh, cause you know, I'll fucking be loud about that shit. So send me some, uh, send me some of this. Cause I'm a current AirPod user. Cause if you turn me off to anything, Apple product, that's very difficult to do. So let's see if it's real. They're nice. They're nice. Um, I love that. I love that. Um, so let's talk about, let's talk about, you know, what I typically talk about, which is like, mm-hmm like more of like motivation, like determination, like a lot of the, I remember there was this one, this one girl that I worked with and she was like, you're just like a fucking hustle, bro. That's what she called me. She called me a fucking hustle, bro. And I'm like, <laughs> let me explain something to you. I've been, I came, I came from the car business, like old school car business, like trained by like the old school dudes. And it's, it's quite literally the military for salespeople. If, if you're trying to even think, if you're graduating from college, you can't find a job, go in the car business and become a car salesperson. Go into sales. Like I wish 100%. I went into sales. Go to, the car business. go to the car business. Yep. Because the car business will train you how to overcome objections at the same time, be able to close a deal on a five to six figure product or service within a few hours yeah that's that's that almost doesn't exist buying a car is a huge decision and to nail someone down on that you're running i was was real good but and it was all about building relationships though see my my customers like they loved me i didn't even have to get up from my desk at one point because there were just people just coming in and be like where's todd like uh, uh, john told me to come see him like it was like that because i i made it fun right Right. Over there, maybe you know, uh, exactly. I fought for them to get the, the trust. best trust, trust, and that's really what it, what it came down to. If something went wrong, I was like, dude, I'm here 24 7. So that's and all like, it's about. That's why the agency, trust. yes, but Huge. that's why the agency does so well. It's the same thing. Like, again, this goes back to the not turning off thing. Like, everything that I put out there is exactly how I live. So, it's the day before Thanksgiving. It's 3.40 p.m. I've been in the office all day doing client work, talking to customers, uh, building the stuff for the stuff that I'm giving away for other people, this and everything else. And I was talking to my, my business partner today and he was like, yeah, so what are you doing tomorrow? I was like, dude, I, don't, I really want to just fucking go back to work. Like, I don't get these people leaving early from fucking work today. Like, I don't get, I, I don't get it. I don't operate like that. Some people hate me for that. But I just don't like, I don't get it. Well, you have your own thing. And I think that, that's, that's my thing. Yeah. Yeah. When you, when you are the, when you run your game, that's, that's how you live your life. Like for me, I got to leave work early today, but I'm going to, I mean, I'm, I'm working right now, like doing this. This sure. is it would definitely be considered work for my, um, I say my side hustle ready to be turned full-time hustle. Um, but I'm going to spend the next four days working on myself and growing my brand. And I think that that just is, I love that stuff. Like if you want to jump into something, that's what your passion is. Like if you're, if you're off from work and you want to jump right into it, I think you found your calling. That's the only, that's unless, unless you are going, there's two ways, right? Like how this works. If you're, if, if, because I mean, obviously like the entrepreneur thing is uh, become like, the new snowboarding and skateboarding yeah. <laughs> at the end of the day, yeah. there's two ways you're going to build it. One, you're going to lose everything and have to start from the ground up 
that that's my story, which is really what truly happened. Actually, the post I put out today is about that. That's exactly what that post is about. And then go through all that and then realize that the worst shit that could happen other than like other than death, you're going to be able to overcome. So don't be scared about it. I'm not scared to lose everything all over again. If I lose everything tomorrow, I know I can start all over again. Like I believe we live, live like six to seven different lives in our lifetime. So this is just the next stage of it. But the other side of it is exactly what you're doing right now, right? You're doing your full-time shit right now. And then you got, I guarantee you, you're one of those people that stays up and, and, is, and is thinking and working. I bet you work on the weekends too. Oh yeah. Well, it your doesn't side stop. Shit. It doesn't stop. And right now I'm getting my yoga teacher training. So it's literally been, been nonstop, but I haven't had a day off since November 3rd. And I love it. Like, I am like, I'm like, hell yeah, we're killing it. Yeah. And that is when you know what you're doing is in place with your goals. I agree. If Jared was on here, Jared um, from Grant Cardone's guys. Um, oh, yeah. Another friend of mine, he, he was on here the other day and he contradicted what I said. He was like, you don't have to fucking love what you do to create wealth. And I go, yeah, I, I disagreed slightly. I said, eh, not to create yeah. wealth, but to create like. Good, yeah like a good like i want to get up like there's dude there's time trust me there were times there's times still when i get up like i love what i do but yeah. there's still times where i get up and i'm like fuck man i don't want to drive to fucking virginia if you, you'll see it i'll share it i'm like i don't want to fucking drive to virginia for two and a half hours to sit down with somebody who maybe wants to do business when we can do this right exactly 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 but i also see value and understanding and knowing that if I do do that, that that person sees that and maybe the next, the other person that they were considering was not willing to do that. So it's always a double-edged sword, but you do not, in my opinion, you, you should love what you do. It definitely helps, but it's not something that you're going to love every single day. Right. It's always ebbs and flows. That's what it is. The 10% client as a video editor, as a video editor, you know, we had, there's a whole bunch of things that we had to put in place, right? When we started, when we got into the, to the content yeah. creative and video side where, it, and we didn't know, we didn't know, right? Um, we were like, we were doing video for people and they were asking for like, you know, six or seven revisions. And I'm like, and you know, my editors wow. are going, dude, what the fuck, man? Like this my hair happen. out, right? And it's the edits. It's the problem is it's edits that they could have given the first round and you're like, they deep don't, breath, so again, again, that's why now <clears throat> expectations up front is one of my major, major, major things that I talk about. Like 100%. When I sit down in a meeting with anybody, I'm like, look, here's the expectations. If we're running ads for your company, 90 days has to be, has yep. to be 90 days. If I can't get you leads or help grow your business within 90 days digitally, that's it. But the first 30 days is just building audience. So the first 30 days, you're going to give me money. Don't expect shit. You can't. You can't. Like, overnight, not, over, it's not going to happen. It, it's not it, gonna but, happen. but Beck, it doesn't matter. I tell them that, right? Hit that card on the second month and they're going, whoa, 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 whoa. It's the same thing. And I'm like, dude. Yeah. Yeah. In the form that you sign, it literally says expectations. Like yep. it's right there. And so, um, I don't know if it's something that's going to ever be trained. I do believe it's something now that we've been crafted 
for such quick turnaround on everything just because, right? So like when we text a, 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 someone that we want to get information from, we text a spouse. And I know that I've dealt with this is when someone texts me and I don't text them right back. I get another text that says, where are you? I get another text that says, are you mad at me? I get another text that says, why are you ignoring my, whatever, right? Our expectation is, right? And so that's where the problem happens. With you editing, I want to talk about that from like a, <laughs> a motivational thing. How do you stay as a content creator and editor and videographer, how do you stay motivated when you're dealing with things like that? So uh, just to give a little brief uh, idea of what I, I, I do and what I've done and content creation wise. So I used to work for a PR firm and I worked there for three years. I helped to like really build their video department out and we would create content for nonprofits, restaurants, um, sports teams, uh, just celebrities or local celebrities. Uh, and the, the clients never want to just trust the people they're paying. They never want to take a step back and say, okay, well, she went to school for this. She knows what she's doing. She's made X, Y, Z before. Like I've had the pleasure of working with some of the coolest clients, but some of them make you want to pull your hair out. Like they, their opinions. And then like my friend Rob will always say too many cooks in the kitchen. And it's just like, let me do my job. If we have a team, we know what we're doing. Let it go. Like you, sometimes the edits that I, in my old job that I was given, it would be like, it would just turn a project into like a mess. And it would just be like, okay, the doors, you're paying for it. I have to step away from that for, you know, just get over it. Uh, but, you know, just let your people create. And of course, if it's something that doesn't resonate with your brand or you're working with a freelancer and they may not get your messaging, talk to them about it. But on the sixth revision, I better not be getting any edits that I could have already handled you know, at the third revision. Right, right. Because at the end of the day, do you want me to spend your your hours you're paying me working on an edit or do you want me to create more content? It's the I, perfectionism I, over the execution. I, I agree. And so that's where I, I, again, it goes back to the expectation. It goes back to, you know, what are we looking for here? Are we looking for quality? Are we looking for volume? Uh, you know, what, you know, what are we looking for? Do, is our expectation of this amazing thing even going to resonate with the actual true audience that we're trying to attract. Like if your fucking audience is 65 and older, please do not overthink the goddamn creative. Yes. Yes. If yes. your audience is 18 to 21, make it super short. Yeah. Definitely overthink the fucking creative. Yeah. Make it look good. Make <laughs> right. it look good. It's just understanding yeah. the brand, the tone, the voice and, and then the execution on what the, the consumer is going to react to yep. that yep. right there, my friend is where most people fuck up is they yep. take the, uh, they, they take their own, what they do, whatever age demographic they are and place themselves there instead of looking at who they're actually selling to, to create the awareness. That's where they fuck it up, man. They don't know right. their audience. Exactly. 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 I have, a, and, and, I have a, yeah, I mean, we have a fucking ad right now. It's like a super simple, easy ad and it runs like, I think it's like 14 seconds. Here's a, here's a little tip for you. 14 second videos autoplay on Facebook and Instagram. 
Love four, that. 14 second videos autoplay. So if oh you can get your call to action out for a really good brand awareness ad in 14 seconds, that shit will be the best audience grabber for you in the world, hands that. down. So take that That's back so to your crazy. boss. Be like, That's Dude, crazy. That awesome. Yeah, 14 second, awesome. 14 second videos guaranteed. It's, it's 100%. They'll autoplay on, on Facebook and Instagram. So they're great. And they're great in stories too. Because it's, 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 it's one second less than what someone's willing to give. So it just works out perfectly. Um, let's talk about the other motivational stuff, right? Because you go to the gym a lot. You're like me. Like, do you go to the gym every day or do you take days off? Like, what's your thing there? I, I used to be obsessed with yeah. the gym. Like, right. I used to go every day. If I didn't go, I was upset. If I wasn't eating clean, I would be upset. But, you know, granted, I took a couple years to, like, really work on my body. Sure. And create, you know, that space for myself where I don't have to go to the gym every day and I don't have to, you know, be 100% focused on what I'm putting in my body. That stuff takes time, but that's yeah. why I have, I dedicated so much time early on to getting to this point. So now I do kind of take it easy. I, you know, I'm a weekend warrior. I love to do yoga. I love to go to the gym and spend hours there if I can, but if I can't make it, if I stretch, if I get a little bit of movement in, I've tried to detach from the idea of constantly needing to be uh, working out or like um, concerned about what I'm doing with my body. Yeah. That's a heavy weight on you if that's what you concern yourself with. I, I, I did the same thing for a long if time. If you struggled with your weight, you've definitely I did. So no matter what, it's yeah. in the back of my head, right? So right. Like in, in, and the thing is, is that I wouldn't even call it struggle with my weight. Like it was literally like, look, captain of the soccer team, captain of the baseball team in high school, quit my senior year of sports, party, didn't give a fuck about anything. Like literally just said, I don't care. Like I'm just going to alcohol and smoke weed and like do whatever. And I don't give a fuck what happens to my body. And it eventually just progressed to where it was. And yeah. by that time I was like, mm, there's no coming back now. And it, I was wrong. Obviously I've rebuilt myself like from the ground up, but in my, like, I didn't go to the gym yesterday. Right. Like I was here at the office until like probably like seven o'clock at night working. And I was like, should I take a break? Like, what should I, do? I was like, you know what? Like I've earned it. I'm going to take a break. I'm going to take a break. And I did. And I slept in today until like fucking 10 AM. By the way, I've worked my ass off to be able to, this is where a lot of people get fucked up. Right. I've been, I've worked my ass off to be able to sleep in until 10 a.m. So fuck you if you've got a problem with it. Right, like dude, live your life. <laughs> if you got the if you got the chance to do it, take it. And your body but, needs it, take it. But I also stay up until like 1:32 a.m. And, right, right. and so like it equals know, out. This goes back to like my my issues with anxiety, social anxiety, and anxiety in in general, and like what happens where like my brain just can't turn off and I come up with like really good ideas at night. It's just how, it's just where I live. Uh, Me too. Place. Yeah. Like that's where it is, but I'm still dealing with um, guilt from not going if I don't go. Right. Like yeah. I'm like, I have to go today. Like, or yeah. guilt yeah. from like maybe eating something outside of what I'm normally doing. Cause I'm in my head, I'm going, if I eat that, like, <laughs> I'm going to gain weight. And like what I've, what I've realized as I've continued that, that physical journey, like you have, yeah. is that like, dude, I can eat, I can still eat something that like I typically wouldn't eat. And then like, it's such a fucking weird thing, man. 
Then I'll go back. Then I'll skip a day, right? Then I'll go to the gym and then I'll weigh myself. And somehow I lost four pounds. And I'm like, what the fuck? Uh, look, uh, people don't realize. And, you know, I'm not a nutritionist. Water is huge. Hydration is key. You need that. You need water will do so much for you. Like once I amped up my water intake, my skin changed, my, like your digestion, everything. Water, huge. But also your limiting yourself from eating is going to hurt you. And I'm not, look, I'm not a nutritionist. I know I've got some people on Instagram that'll yell at me if I talk too much, but my advice is if you're working out, you need to eat, you need to put those, you know, eat your vegetables, eat the clean protein. If you're a vegan, make sure you're eating some type of clean protein, protein, but more food is going to help you if you're working out all the time. You can't starve yourself. Like I would starve myself. I was so skinny. You I did not do it. I did, this, I did the exact same thing. I did the exact, yeah. I, didn't say, I, I wouldn't say I starved myself, but I, I mean, I was looking at everything. Mm-hmm. And I'm, and, and over the last, over the last probably year, I haven't done that. And I went back and like got with a trainer and was like, he's like, dude, I was like, I'm, I'm, I really want to get like this bottom part of like my stomach. And he's like, he's like, well, first of all, you're going to be 41. He's like, so you can bust your ass. He's like, but unless you're really, really going to do it. Like, he's like, it is what it is. Right. He's like, dude, you're a fucking 31 waist or 30 waist in some, he's like, there's nowhere else for you to go from there. Or you're going to look like a goddamn fucking teenager. Hey. Or he's like, so really what you actually should be doing to, to make that, and you'll see it uh, like results of media is like eat more food. Yeah. And he's like, it actually pushes out your abs because you're working your abs and core anyway. And then all of a sudden you fucking have abs and you're going like, wait, what the fuck? So that's where a lot of people, man, like you guys are over, you're overthinking a lot of it. Yeah. What I recommend is if you're dealing or, or you're frustrated, like it's that, and you care that much about it, like 100% hire a professional and 100%. ask questions. Like there's no reason, yeah. like you can go on the internet as much as you want, but if you go to your own gym or you hire somebody that is, that does a personal trainer that does this for a living, they're going to show you exactly what you need to do to yeah. get it there. And they're also going to push you and motivate you to be able to do it too. And I can tell you, I did it and it worked really, really well, but yeah. I still struggle, right? Like yeah. Thanksgiving coming up, right? Like, oh, I want to, yeah, touch on this for sure. Let's touch on that because most people are probably going to listen to this episode. You know, we're recording this, by the way, guys, you know, um, on Wednesday, but um, Thanksgiving you know, Eve. But you, most of you are going to leave. Yeah, this is like the party time for all those youngins out there. But most of you are going to listen to this on Thanksgiving. Um, let's talk about that because, you know, I'm like, what the fuck do I eat tomorrow? So, first of all, it's one day out of your whole year. And it's really great food. And if you enjoy it, eat it. If you go back for a second plate, enjoy it. You are the one thing that I've come to terms with is because I got my start on Instagram through the fitness industry. And that's, you know, I'm, I have fit in my handle, things like that. So I don't get paid to, I might get paid to look a certain way, but I don't get paid to have abs. I don't get paid to be super fit. So when you take that into consideration and you realize like, why am I restricting one day out of the whole year? What is it going to change? Just get back right on it. Don't even, don't even think about it. Drink your water, eat whatever the hell. I mean, I, I'm, I've already started my eating, but like, I'm going to go out. I'm going to, you know, I am going to go out and drink tonight. So I'm going to forget what I'm drinking tonight. 
and then tomorrow I'm going to eat cinnamon rolls and I'm going to have a pizza and I'm going to eat a ton of turkey and gravy and everything because that's the way it should be. You should be happy. I'm so excited to eat. A couple years ago, I probably would have been like, I'm going to starve myself this week and I'm going to make sure that I have room for it. But I look the best. I feel the best. And my headspace is the best it's ever been. So it's just a battle with yourself of figuring out you're going to be okay. Like you, if you're taking care of yourself, you're watching what you eat on a regular basis and you're not, you know, losing your mind over it, you'll be okay. And, you know, that's, that's it. Dude, what, somebody that I followed, I can't remember even said it is like, dude, it didn't take you one day to get to where you are physically. So it's not going to take, gonna break you. Not going to, it one day is not going to fuck you up. And even yep. actually three days is not going to fuck you up. Like, yeah, yep. go on vacation, have fun, eat whatever the fuck you want. Right. Just get back to it. And sometimes that's hard, but that's life. That's yeah. just what you have to do. And the other thing, if it really does bother you, man, like, and you can't get to the gym, there's so many different, I mean, use the internet, please. So many options. Fucking amazing tool. There's so many yeah. things you can do without anything, just being in a room by yourself. Yeah. I, you got Resistance are, bands, like that's uh, where the- A hundred percent. There's so it. many things you can do. So, so, so do that. But I, but I agree with you. I agree with you that you, 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 you should enjoy yourself. I'm still going to pay attention to what I'm, I'm like, I'm not going to like, hey. I'm not a potatoes guy or anything anymore. Hey. Like, so like, I'll stay away from that stuff, but I'm still going to enjoy myself. I'll still eat turkey. Yeah. Turkey's a great piece of Hell meat. Yeah. I love oh, taking yeah. naps. It's my favorite. If I oh, have, yeah. napping oh. is my favorite hobby of all time. Nothing better than a Sunday, oh. like four to 6 PM. Yes. Right. Yes. Have you ever yes. taken a nap in the middle of the day and woken up and like had a hankering for like breakfast for some reason in like the middle of the evening? Yes, you think that ever yeah. happened to you? Yeah, yeah. I like, God, I really want like some pancakes right now, and I it's like use some sausage. Yeah, I need some sausage and some pancake stamp. I uh, I don't have anything to do tomorrow other than cook and chill. I don't have any other families to visit. Like I'm at home all day, and I'm so ready for it. Good for you, man. That's awesome. All right, so let's. Uh, so I'm dealing with a lot of real estate agents right now. Yeah. God damn, there's like a fucking zit under my eye. You guys can I had, I got a zit under my eye too, yeah. right I, in that same exact spot. It's so weird. We're like zit buddies. Zit twins. Zit, zit twins. Yes, you <laughs> might see a new Instagram come out called the zit twins. What I know, girl. Fill some bitch out. Yo, look at this pimple. <laughs> <laughs> we rep like pimple patches. <laughs> you no, know, I'm dealing with a lot of these uh, real estate agents right now. And they're like, a lot of the younger ones are getting it. And they're, and some of the older ones are starting to like realize that the younger ones are getting it. And they're doing like a lot more video. And all these guys are, all, all these guys and girls, girls are actually doing some of the most amazing shit I've seen. Yeah. They're doing a lot of video. What are some, what are some tips that you could give them um, on just real quick ones, nothing crazy, but what, as a videographer, as an editor, what, what do you, what do you think? Are they overthinking the equipment or are they can I, set themselves apart? I love watching reality videos because I think that as a realtor, you have a great personality, you're selling something. So it's this like all encompassing, like they have their, they have such an opportunity when it comes to videos. So be on camera, show, show the people who you are, gain their trust. I swear the biggest thing that I harp on through the whole anybody on Instagram or anything, selling anything, trust is the key to getting people behind you and what you're trying to say. I, I love to see realtors like be themselves. There's one girl I follow and she's just like, she kills her videos every time. Shout her out. 
um, her name's Jessica. I don't know her full like oh, handle. Oh yeah, Jessica. She's from. I, I know you're talking about. She's. Uh, she's great. She's great. She's got Codswell. these like. Codswell. Jessica Codswell. Young girl, blonde hair. No, she's got more of a brown. She might be blonde, but um, Jessica, if you're if you're listening, you kill it on the gram. You kill it in your videos. Uh, she does a stand up, so she's on camera. She's like walking down the street. She's like telling me like a positive landmark that the people can walk to. And then that's Jessica goes, Real okay. blue eyes. Real blue eyes. Yes. Nope. Yes. That's Jessica yes. Cogswell. She kills good, it. Good friend she of mine. She kills it. Crushes it from a standpoint of brand awareness. She kills it. Yes. She, she knows what she's doing. Yeah. She was a real great personality. 30 or 30. She, she's going to, she's going to be a fucking superstar, dude. Oh yeah. Oh and, yeah. You can just tell. So yeah. anything that she creates, I'm like, wow, that's, balling she's killing it so whenever i meet a realtor i'm like go watch this girl shit yep. and i don't know what she shoots on but i mean if you get a stabilizer for your cell phone that's super easy i love the i used to use the dji osmo that's huge it's a cute little camera pops out easy stabilized everything um comes with a micro sd card so you just pop that in your computer or whatever but i think like also using graphics and just like bam bam like pricing location just as much as you can get people without audio huge yeah i mean nowadays like i can use my osmo gimbal mm -hmm. and my iphone 11 shooting yep. at 4K, 60 frames per second and it will look it's not going to blow out of the water like an a7000 or something like that but it's going to do I the can, job it, it'll do the fucking job if not and not only that if you got the DJI Osmo or you have the DJI, um, uh, DJI app on your phone and you don't even know how to edit the fucking app. Will they will make it for you. you. Yes. It's so Isn't legit. It amazing. It's just it's, crazy to me. It scares me because it's like, am I going to lose my job? No. 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 And I, I don't believe you will. I think your job, I think an editor's job. Um, it's the emotional side. Time. Yeah. For more to, to more graphical design and delivery. Um, yeah. That's one thing I, I think well, that's that one emotion. Thing, that's, you and I are going to talk about this stuff, right? I mean, oh, yeah. Oh, I, yeah. I have a lot of ideas of that. Not only things I want to do with, with, with our clients, but things I want to do for myself that we're, are going to just continue to set myself apart for yeah. everybody else. But um, Love that. I'm, I'm so happy that you mentioned Jess because she's such a great person. She kills it. And, and kills that it. just shows you guys, look, Re Rebecca is like, she has nothing to do with the fucking real estate industry. I just but, think it's fascinating. But somebody that is putting out content who's attended my seminar, who I didn't even know Rebecca had seen, who listened to the shit that I'm putting out, who listens to these episodes and then executes on them, caught the eye of someone that is not even in the game. Yeah. What does that fucking yeah. tell you? Yeah. yeah. Fuck yeah, Jess. Keep doing that. Hell shit. yeah, girl. You kill it. You um, kill it, dude. But I think also the, um, you know, touching on like the emotional side of uh, things and editing and video people don't want like a sterile video anymore that they're not going to sit there and waste their time on some sh shitty unboxing video. They want to see you like the box, like is like, you know, opens and you're all fucked up and you're like something stupid happens. That's what people want to see. They want to see the emotional funny. They want to cry. One of my biggest things when I make videos for con uh, clients is I want to make people feel something. So if nobody's crying at the end of the emotional video that I made, I didn't do my job. Right. And harnessing that and figuring out, okay, how do I find the emotional side of this house or this workout or whatever? It's there. You just have to create it. 
It's called the transfer of emotion. Mm-hmm. That's what it is. Transfer of emotion. I love that. How do I, yep. how do I transfer the emotion of this to this or from one person to another? How do you transfer that emotion? Whether, you know, it's through a song or through a word or through something visual. We can transfer yeah. emotions. Like we, you guys will be surprised how easy it is to transfer an emotion without even saying anything or just adding the right song to a video or if you remove it from the video, how it completely destroys the transfer of emotion. So um, one of the things that I, before we, before we close it out, one of the things I wanted to talk to you about is the not, not understanding, I guess because there's so many tools out there right now, right. For people um, to create video and to edit video how do you battle the, the point of like, okay, like I need to hire somebody to do this or I can just go to YouTube and I can learn how to do it myself. Like, you know, how do you battle like you, someone seeing the value in what you do, right? When there's like, you just said before, like you were like, oh, like I, I should be scared, right? Like, how do you, how do you back up the value? I guess would be my question. When it comes to, they say like, you know, they, you should be good at one thing. You should work, not that you should be good at just one thing, but instead of being good at everything. Sure, 10,000 hours, yep. If you are spending time selling a house, and I know I'm sure there's a ton of realtors out there that edit and create their own content. I, I honestly think that that's amazing because I want to be able to teach people how to make their own content because there's so much value in education and it gives freedom to everyone. But at the same time, I'm like, that's not your field. So let somebody else who can handle it for you, reduce that stress level, reduce that, you know, oh shit, where am I at with this? Like take, let somebody outside of your headspace create for you. And they may be able to put something that's like, a, you know, a little cooler, or a little bit less, you may overthink it as the creator because it's your project. Yep. So if you let someone who's disconnected from it, it may come out better than it's expected. It may not. It may, they may fuck it up and you may hate it, but it's always worth seeing it through someone else's eyes. That's where I think people, people don't understand. Like, look, like a good graphic designer, a good videographer slash editor or videographer and editor or whatever it is, um, are the, in my opinion, and, a, and maybe a copywriter are, are these like, but video videographer, editor, and uh, graphic designer right now, in my opinion, are the two most important pieces to any business's model and yep. should be two, almost the two highest paid people in your, in your business. Yeah. Um, if you're going to do it the right way, I've been able to find and and cultivate inside, right? By finding the right people, um, of videographers and graphic designers. Look, I mean, we've got four videographers on, on our team, right? That's so like great. one person can't do it, one person can't, but, but each videographer is good at something, right? Like, yeah, if one over here is really good from a cinematic standpoint, one over here is really good with talking heads and, and, and this one over here is really good at telling a story. And this one over here is really good at delivering fast, quick content. Like each person is good at what they're good at. And so I'm able to see that as a leader and then play to their strengths. So I don't need to be the content creator. I can just be the person 
coming up with the idea, delivering it to them. Now that I've figured out that person, we have a good relationship. There's a lot of times where like Adam will come with me, right? To a seminar. He'll film me for two hours, but he, most of the time he won't even, sometimes he won't even have the camera on me or running because he's like, I know when he's going to drop something good. Oh, I'm seeing him talk right now. Here we go. And then next thing you know, he filmed me for two hours and I get four pieces of content. I'm like, how the fuck did you know? And he's like, dude, we've been, I've been filming you for almost four years now. Like, I just know. Yeah. And if you set up a tripod on your own and you tried to shoot it and maybe run your own audio and try to record the whole thing, you may go back and try to ingest all that footage and be like, there's nothing there because yep. you have so much of it. Yep. So it's, it's really is worth investing into someone who knows you, knows your brand and all of that. How do you handle the value though? Right. Cause like you might go to somebody and you might talk to them and they're like, I want to shoot this video. I want to do this. I want to do that. And my budget's like $2,000, like a real, like I, like a business, right? Like somebody that wants to yeah. do that I, yeah. a long time ago. I, go ahead. So I try to address it as, cause I love to work with nonprofits. So not to say that I get a discount for nonprofits. I definitely do depending on their situations. Um, but it depends on how many hours you know that you're going to spend. So if you know you're going to spend 10 hours in an edit plus the edit plus the shooting and the, you know, getting everything together, that's how I try to break down my pricing. It's like just how much time am I spending on this? Right. Because your time is worth more than anything else. Yeah, no, and that's how we that's how we do it too. We we so we what we did is this. We we created two flat rates right? We create, we created two flat rate videos and we showed, and what we've done is we show them what it is. This is what it is. And then that's a flat rate, right? So you're going to get yeah. that just like that for this, right? Love you have that. two options there to start, right? To see if it's something that works for you. Yeah. Then you have your customized where it's hourly because I might not be able to sit down with a client and go, yeah, man, it's going to be like five grand. And they're going to like my video from my gonna be like, dude, no way, man. It's only gonna be like fucking 45 minutes of editing and like, right. Might be like a two hour shoot fucking, you know, whatever exactly. like, this much. So just know that, and this is for people that don't shoot video or edit video. I want you to understand this. It's not when they're fucking filming that they're charging you the money. It's when they're sitting in an office with two goddamn headphones on, like you see most of the time Rebecca's got in her Instagram stories, editing out and bringing your story to life for you, that time, if you've ever tried, what I always tell people is this, go try to edit your own video, like really, really well, and see how much fucking time it takes. And then you'll understand paying people for that type of service, right? And a lot of times uh, what I'm learning is, you would hate yourself on camera because yeah. I, with interviews, like I splice things up. Like I will make move words. I'll put things, you know, I don't ever want to, you know, make a sentence that isn't an actual sentence, but I've had clients that don't make sense and you have to piecemeal them together. And that is like, that takes a ton of time. It does. And for it to look right. Right. Cause you're like, I got to cover this with B roll. And like, you yep. can't, I, I hate like the jumpy cut. So I try to avoid that. If a, client is paying for it I try to avoid like just like going right into it yes yeah and you're like ah where'd they go why'd it go I there just done this <laughs> hey guys I'm Rebecca <laughs> I know I know exactly 
You guys can't see this right now, but yeah, it's we're jumping around like fools. Yeah, the jump, the the jump up, the jump edit is like, it's it's not good, dude. It's not. It's good. cringy. It's cringy. It is cringy. Would be the yes, the young the youngsters say cringy nowadays. Yes, I get I get it. If you're making a YouTube video and you're doing you know whatever, but leave those to the YouTubers and please cover your transitions with some B-roll. <laughs> It's not, it's not hard. Look, you guys, not that hard. you guys, I, I recommend downloading, downloading an app called InShot for that type of stuff. If you're trying to do yeah. it, on, that's a great one. Cause it'll, it's, it's all point and click and it gives you the ability to kind of add transitions, some of the transitions that you see there, but if you're really trying to like up the level, hire a professional to do that shit for you. Like, yeah. You're, yeah. It's, it, look, it's a lot of work and it, yeah. it's, it's almost as if, if you talk to most videographers and most editors, they almost regret going to college and wish they just uh -huh. went back into the fucking field and got four years experience. Yeah, I, yeah. All I the time, because I did, I did four years at Towson University, EMF, raised the roof. I dropped out, but whatever. Whatever. Uh, but my, one of my colleagues at work, he is self-taught everything he knows. He just left high school and did it. And like, I am always mind blown. So look, it's so doable. You can, you can do this stuff without a college education. It's not even a question. I know. Mm -hmm. It's so easy. Well, it's not easy, but you can do it if you set your mind to it. Three out of the four videographers and editors that we have are not college graduates and would run circles around a the majority are. of the people that are doing it. Yeah. No question about yep. it. Yep. I've learned so much from him, just from him, you know, teaching me different stuff. So oh my God. I am salty every time that he teaches me something because I'm like, you school for this but here we are i did but that's okay listen to the people who are there to teach you as well somebody's willing to teach you something take it yeah absolutely i agree with that um as we kind of uh, i we got to have you back because we didn't i didn't get okay. to everything that I, I wanted to get to um but i mean and i like i i i word vomit so like okay. i would love no. to talk about everything no I, when when you come back i want to talk i want to talk a lot more about social media and branding um, yeah, like that. Um, but we talked a, 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 about a lot of really, really good stuff. And hopefully you guys got something out of it. We always end with two questions, six answers. Um, first question is going to be, we'll center around social media and branding. Um, give me uh, three mobile apps that you use uh, to kind of bring things together. Maybe even not for you, but for your clients too. three mobile apps that you help with content creation. Canva. That's amazing. Got it. Um, I started using a, a new one and I forgot what it's called. So I'm going to pull it up. Um, I love shoot. What folder did I put it in? So there, and I'm, I might get, I might get hit with this because I know a lot of people's opinions, but there are some sketchy things that you can do with Facetune. And while I don't use it for those sketchy things, the, the ability to remove a background, the swapping of different things that you can do in it, and the lights, like the lighting that you can choose, that's my photo editor. I, a lot of people are like, can't you change the shape of your whatever? And I'm like, yeah, you can, you totally can. If you want something like that, that's good. But I use it for lighting and things like that. And then um, what's the other one that I use? Uh, Cut story is huge. If you want to cut down your Instagram stories, I always wondered 
how the shit do I get this minute video into 15 seconds and that is it. Cut story has saved my life. So you'll put a little bug at the corner of your stories, but whatever, everybody's got it. Yeah, I like cut, I like cut story. Cuts, I've used it a couple times. There's it's um, very convenient. It is. It's convenient and it's fast, and that's yeah. that's really what it's about. Like especially yeah. if you're, you're creating content for yourself on the go, and you yeah. need to get things done, and you need you know you need to get that information out there. It's a it's a great one. Yeah. Uh, give me um for the video editors out there or the people that are kind of trying to teach themselves. Um, give me three tips. Um, for video editors out there that maybe they don't know about some of those things that you were just talking about, like your buddy at work, like he teaches you three, like maybe like, like fire shit you've never shared before, whatever it is. Um, plugins find your, so this is in regards to like using premiere, but plugins are huge. You know, if you get a gif, gif gun, um, I have to shout out Rob. He's given me, um, dojo plugins which are you know on after effects you can add like motion blurs different things that will make your animations look really slick um don't be afraid to venture into other editing softwares so like i've started to play around with davinci resolve and trying to venture into i hate final cut 10 i hate final cut with a passion but i still try to work in it occasionally because i think that brushing up on other softwares is extremely important because they times will change and the new software will be, who knows, Adobe may not be, you know, the, the prime editor in five years. So right. just keep working through different editing softwares. And then when you feel like you're losing your mind on an edit, like take a step back and just recognize that the project will get done. I was working, I had a week to turn over a video for a nonprofit. It was their event on Saturday and I remember hitting a wall on Wednesday night and being like, I can't, I can't get this shit together. I'm not going to have it in time. And I stepped away. And within the hour I came back and I was like, this is it. I know what I'm doing. And it was a free sale. So when you have that, that editor's block, do something else, like leave the room, leave the computer, save your project and leave the room because it, you just got to separate yourself from it. Don't get too, too caught up in what's, blocking you yeah because it happens a lot especially with editing i mean like you oh yeah i, I see it all the time like yeah i mean like, what am i gonna do with that yeah i see it with everything like you just if mm -hmm. you step away for a couple minutes or an hour or whatever and like go to the gym whatever your, yeah yep yep fill your mind with something else it definitely works yeah uh, thank you for that i appreciate that because I, I think a lot of the people that are on here are trying to really create their own content too <clears throat> and it really helps um, them do it. One that I would add to that, if you like, if you're completely like, you don't get it, you don't get Premiere, you don't get Final Cut. Like you, you guys will probably open those up and be like, it's a it's a monster. It is. So there's one called Capwing.com. Like I would definitely check that out. It's if it, it's very like user friendly. Like kind of just getting into it. Like even if Ooh, you have kids that are want to get into video editing, that's a great place to start. And then what you'll find is that a lot of the similarities kind of carry over to Final Cut and Premiere and, and DaVinci. And you can then kind of like go, oh, okay, yeah, yeah. I know how to do that now. I know how to do that now. So it'll, it'll get you guys used to the, using your keyboard, like why certain things say certain things on keyboards. Right. Now, now you'll start to realize why those or things. Or cuts. 
shortcuts too. That's another side note. Make sure you learn your shortcuts because that will cut down your editing time. And when you're editing in front of somebody, they'll be like, ooh, saucy. How'd you do that? Yeah, I have this like learn amazing Dude, I have this I have this keyboard cheater on my laptop. Love that. Hey, yeah. that's no shame. No, not at all. I don't give a fuck. Love I'm that. terrible. I still look at the keyboard when I type. So fuck you all. I do. <laughs> I it's so bad. Typing is so hard with these. Ah, dude, I have sausage fingers. Look at these things. So like, and by the way, I'm old. So like, if you guys ever see my phone and, or if you've seen my phone, you guys already know, like my fucking text is like this big. Like it's so, it's so bad. And my, my thumbs always. You have the oldies, uh, the oldies view. I do. I have bifocals. I call them bifocals. I'm an old man. I'm going to be 41 in December. So I have like little bifocals. Thank you for, for coming on the show. I, for having me. You do so much good stuff. Um, and again, it, it, I, I tell all my guests that I want to have them come back on because I really do, because a lot of the stuff that we talk about, it changes so fast uh-huh. that we got it. We got to have people back on. It's just how it works. So like most of 2020 is going to be a lot of people that were already on coming back on um, to kind of update, you know, not only where they are in their life, but, but some of the stuff that they're doing, you're 100%. I need you to list where you are so people can follow you. I guess start off by Instagram because that's like, I would say it's your most popular right now. So uh, my main, my main thing is Instagram and I am Becca underscore it's B-E-C-C-A underscore the letter B, just the letter B fit F-I-T. So Becca underscore B fit. A lot of people get it twisted and they think that it is the word B, but it's not just the letter B. And then you can follow me on Facebook if you please. I'm not too strong over there. I want to grow a little bit more, but I'm just Rebecca Butcher over there. Uh, but hit me up, slide in my DMs. Let's chat. We'll catch up. It's where you can really find the life. Are you, I got to ask you this. Are you, are you going to fuck with TikTok at all? So I do. I, I really, I try to get on there. I, I'm not on there as much as I should be because actually I'm Becca underscore B fit on there as well. So follow no. me. I, I post I will, a lot I'll, of yoga I'll, videos. I'll I got to actually double check that. I follow a lot of um, just random people and I just like to post yoga videos all day. I'm just posting yoga videos. Uh, yeah, no, Becca B fit, no underscore. There you go. <laughs> I don't even know. What about, la- what about LinkedIn? What about some nonprofits I can get a t- in touch with you on LinkedIn? So I'm over on LinkedIn. It's Rebecca Butcher. I, uh, I don't know how else to... There's probably a ton of Rebecca Butchers, but if you type in Rebecca Butcher, I think it's just my headshot and you'll see me and just connect with everybody. You might hit me. All the Rebecca Butchers, just connect with them all. <laughs> That's what LinkedIn's all about anyway. But yeah, just I connect. mean, just, if you guys if you are- have a nonprofit? Yeah, yeah. yeah. If you're, I mean, a ton of nonprofits. If you, if you guys are yeah. out there, probably have, probably have you come do, work with our seminar too, since it's, it's going to be a nonprofit event like nobody's oh i'd love that i'm certainly not profiting from it so mm-hmm. um but there's well, nonprofits. Be- they're my that's my thing i've had the opportunity to work with house of ruth maryland food bank um Calvert-Bin senior foundation just a ton of amazing nonprofits, and yeah. i'd like to work with yours as well yeah i mean it's not really my nonprofit. it's ummc oh no I, just in general yeah people. yeah 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 oh please yeah yeah please use her Hit for that up. Yeah, I think your last event was, your last one was Calvert Hall, right? Was it Calvert Hall? No, so that was at, um, that was at NDP. Oh, uh, okay. Notre Dame. All right, yep. all right. Yeah, so 
we'll probably have to talk to you about that. But yeah, I mean, hit her up on LinkedIn because again, LinkedIn's another one, man, where people are sleeping it's on huge. It's like you, yeah. s- not at all, man. I'm like there four. T- I'm posting four times a day on LinkedIn right now, and it's huge. So I have to get more videos up there, so I'll share more on there since I got more traffic now. Yeah, I agree. Share some of the stuff that you're doing. Um, yeah. Enjoy your Thanksgiving. You too. Thank you. Gonna, you guys enjoy it. Eat everything. Will you, you actually drink gravy? Yeah. Oh, ah, uh, maybe, maybe I'll put it on the gram. Ward. Yeah, you should do that. Like the friends episode where she makes him drink the fat. <laughs> I'm going to be either drinking that or Jägermeister. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right, buddy. Well, Hey, thanks again for being on. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me. All right. So that's that. So at the beginning, This has been a Todd Collins official production in conjunction with Platinum Reputations. Be sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Todd Collins Official or visit us at www.toddcollinsofficial.com. Want to be on the show or become a sponsor? Message us on Facebook and tell us why.